This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Yes, welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats with myself, Sally Musa. Wa'il Asayr is here. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Now, Wa'il, of course, uh, March is Poetry Month. And there is much to celebrate as we take a look at Sharjah World Book Capital's lineup of events happening at Al Rawi Cultural Cafe, including a poetry slam featuring some of the most compelling poets you have ever seen perform. Zora Qureshi, manager for Al Rawi, and Al Anud Ali, head of events for Emirates Publishers Association, are here to give us all of the details next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Sharjah World Book Capital has been celebrating stories and authors as part of a series of monthly events, including book talks, cooks and books. And now, this March is Poetry Month, a Rawi Cultural Cafe serves as a spectacular backdrop to these literary conversations at Al Majaz Waterfront here in Sharjah. And we're excited to hear more about what's to come from Zora Qureshi, manager of Arawi, and Al Anud Ali, head of events for Emirates Publishers Association. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. So great to have you now. Zora, you guys have been ridiculously busy at Arawi with everything that has been going on. I know, it's crazy. It's so much fun, though. It is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So for those who don't know what's been happening, which is so much, give us a rundown of what's been going on with book talks, cooks and books. This so It's fabulous. Amazing. First of all, if you don't know what's going on, shame on you, (laughs) because it's been happening since October. And we have been talking about it here on the show. We have. Um, So yeah, we started in October in collaboration with Sharjah World Book Capital. And uh, every month we've had either a book talks, which is an event that we have that's quite intimate. Uh, So we bring an author either from the Gulf region um, or internationally acclaimed authors. And we create a setup that's kind of... Uh, not like a book fair kind of setup it's more where a one-on-one like you get to know the author it's a more intimate setting it's around 80 to 100 people Um, and then we have a 45 minute chat Uh, we have some questions for the audience and then you get to actually talk to the author so you get up you go and talk to them you get a photo opportunity and you get your book signed and then of course you know you get to chat about what's happening and now at the book talks so um, we've had a great uh, response to book talks since we started in October and we've had some really phenomenal nails, names nails um, and we start, yeah, yeah we've had those two um, we started with uh, Saud Sanusi he was you know the crowd went wild for him obviously he is um, quite charming so uh, we had a lot of ladies present at that one. Um, <laughs> the the famed Kuwaiti writer, of course. Yes, uh, yes, that was it. So we started with him and then uh, we had just so many off the back of that. And then we moved into Cooks and Books, which was wait, in... Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to Book Talks. Don't, okay. don't move on so quickly. Okay. All right. So we've had Chris Gardner. Oh, I'm, yes. Amongst, I'm not going to go through all of them. And Wael is going to talk about this as well, because, of course, you were moderating one of the sessions. But Chris Gardner was there. Um, Mohammed Hassan uh, Alwan, of course, uh, the Saudi author. Mm-hmm. Incredible, amazing Booker Prize winner. Uh, Arabic Booker Prize winner. Uh, Ahmed Murad. Uh, and and uh, as you mentioned, uh, Saud al-Sanusi. Um, Wael, who were you moderating the session for? I was moderating the session 
nomination for the wonderful Nigerian uh, novel, The Secret Lives of Baba Sige's Wives. Yes. Uh, Lola Shonian. Yeah, that's right. And that was a memorable experience, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, that one in particular was quite special because we did a theater performance of the book afterwards, which was a lovely lady called Maimuna. She came over from Kenya and she's a one woman show. So it was kind of like the first of what we've had in, in Arawi. Mm. And it was phenomenal. We did it up in the terrace. And it was, you were so engrossed in the play. Like you thought you were actually in the book at one point. And she did these characters so beautifully. And the transitioning, I think you would agree with me, Wild, was just, it was phenomenal. I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was. It was, tr- it was, it was a special, special treat. And I think everybody that did attend uh, will remember that for a very, very long time. And, and for you, Alina, uh, having to moderate that session with Lola, a Nigerian author, it's something that you talked about here on the show and the way that um, you discover these connections with completely different cultures that help us to kind of see who we are and the conditions that, that, that we live in. Uh, and, and teach us things about ourselves that we don't really expect, do we? Absolutely. I think that's the Arawi Cafe effect right there. We it try. D- absolutely. And deliver, I would say. It, it just gets you so intimately close to the subject matter and the author that it automatically connects you to a part of yourself. So when, when I was talking about the Nigerian uh, novel and the characters, there was, between me and the audience, I believe, a connection to a part of ourselves. So it was no longer... Sally, it was no longer a Nigerian novel. It was a conversation we can have about our communities and and how life interacts and dances between uh, the everyday realities we all face. So it genuinely, you're in the story. I I think Arawi is a beautiful name to use because it it comes from Rewaye and you're literally in the story with the the audience. This is the astonishing thing about it. Uh, You know, the fact that this is, uh, like you said, uh, Zora, it's a very intimate affair. Yeah, that's what we were trying to create. You know, um, we have amazing book fairs in the UAE all over the Emirates. Um, but what we were trying to create was something more special. Um, not more special as in better, but more special in the sense that you do have that kind of connection with the author. Mm. And um, for each person, they love to read different genres. So we try and bring kind of a diaspora of different uh, authors um, and each audience we find are completely different. And uh, with Lola's, we had, I was so shocked. We had a, a Nigerian lady come in just straight off the street, just managed to hear that we had a Nigerian author in. And she talked about this connection and talked about polygamy in her town. And, and we had it with like the Emiratis as well. So I find with each author, regardless of the, the audience, completely change and shifts, which is fantastic. It is amazing. And, and we've got this weekend somebody incredibly... Spe- I'm very excited about this author. In fact, I'm bringing my husband to this. Fantastic. Like that, That's a big deal. He doesn't leave the house <laughs> for just anybody. Uh, in fact, uh, this weekend... Uh, we have Sinan Anton. Yes, all the way along. from New York. Yes, coming all the way from New York, uh, an Iraqi poet, an author, uh, somebody who, th- th- you know, one of the most acclaimed writers of our time currently. He's going to be there. He is going to be giving the session on Saturday. On Friday. On Friday. Yes, Friday okay. the 6th of March. I'm looking at Diana just to make sure. Uh, <laughs> Friday the 6th of March at 4.30 at Arawi. Um, and again, it's the same kind of um, format, a 45-minute discussion and then a meet and greet and a signing. 
But we put down the program, but it doesn't often go that way. Um, sometimes the conversation just goes on a little bit further because we get so in depth um, and you get to really see the author for what they are. So we can't wait for Saturday for Friday. 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 You put Let's Saturday start, in my head now, you see. Thing. Sometimes you do Friday, sometimes you do Saturday. Yes. So we've got to pay attention so to the dates. Definitely. Fr- I'm going to say it again. Friday, <laughs> 6th of March, 430. <laughs> I'm going to say it again, too. Okay. So Friday, 430, you have to be there. Uh, Sina Anton is, in case you uh, are not familiar with who this man is, as we said, is one of the most acclaimed authors of the Arab world and uh, he has published two collections of poetry, four novels. Uh, His works have also been translated into 13 languages. His translation of Mahmoud Darwish's last prose book, In the Presence of Absence, won the 2012 American Literary Translators Award and two of his novels were shortlisted for the Arabic Booker as well. And uh, as you said, uh, Zora, he is currently teaching uh, in New York, at New York University as well. So I'm just incredibly excited. 4.30, Friday, the 6th of March, Al Rawi Cultural Cafe. He is going to be there for this week's book talks. He is. He is. So we're going to come back in just a moment. And we are going to talk about cooks and books. Because it's, it's not just, you know, for the people who love international authors, both Arabic and English. Well, you've got the food covered as well. I need to tell you about Chris too, though. So we'll talk about Chris first. <laughs> okay. You got it. Yeah. Got to talk about Chris Gardner. Let's do it. Okay. All right. That's next. Pulse 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. There's a lot to talk about uh, in terms of the activities of the Shadowal Book Capital that are happening at Al-Rawi Cultural Cafe. Zora Qureshi is here from Al-Rawi and we're going to be hearing about Poetry Month in just a moment. Uh, but Zora, we're kind of running through what's already been happening and uh, is still going on mm-hmm. at the moment that really has something for everybody. Um, and <laughs> before we talk about cooks and books, for those food lovers uh, amongst us... Um, we have to mention one of uh, your first guests at Book Talks and how how in love with Sharjah and Arawi, in fact, he was. I know. He ended up becoming like a, an ambassador. By the way, we're not paying him or we didn't encourage him to do so, but he just loves Sharjah. And um, when we first... The CEO of happiness. This is a CEO of happiness. Chris and Gardner. And he said, when, he, when I first met him, so he's like almost seven foot and I'm like tiny and I had to look up at him and he was like this is where I'm most happy and I was like sorry and he was like I haven't been this relaxed and this happy in a very long time and I said how come and he said Sharjah just relaxes me and I was like wow you know like I've never had anybody come and actually say that to me and this is a guy who's like constantly on the run you know going from one place to another um and so I, I was telling you off 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 air that he made me take him to the fish market and uh, this was before his book talks. And I'm thinking, why on earth is he getting me to take him to the fish market? We've done all the other attractions. And he said, no, I want to go to the fish market. And obviously this guy is big, loud, and very, very fun. <laughs> so the guys at the fish market thought, who's this celebrity and what the hell is he doing here, you know? Um, but he just loved it. And he said his earliest memories of happiness was going fishing with his family. Um, and he just, even now, till now, you'll see stuff on his Instagram about Sharjah. You'll find random signs of Sharjah at the UN. 
and he'll sit exactly. and take, yeah so he just loves Sharjah and he was fantastic at our book talks it was one of our biggest um and he didn't just talk about his life he talked about how to pursue happiness which is basically what his book's about and i think a lot of people took a lot away from that his struggle and then how he made it and even when he did make it he's still such a down to earth type of person you know like you really get to know him um and i think that's the beauty of these people that we bring in is that you you know you're there's you know they're famed but you can get to know them um, and that's what we've been having fun with yeah he actually launched his book in arabic so the pursuit of happiness he wrote years ago but he's finally launched it in arabic in in partnership in fact uh, with uh, Kenny Matt yes, as right. well, that's which right. was incredible just in and of itself. Absolutely. But when he came on the show uh, and and I interviewed him, he mentioned the fish market. So there you go. Yeah. It, it just, it speaks to the spirit of Sharjah, which is totally incredible. Uh, but cooks and books, we have to talk about that. You know, this from fish to, to my food. heart. Yes. Yes. We love a bit of food. All right. Um, tell us more. So we started cooks and books. Um, we thought, let's give the foodies a chance to get to know some of their, you know, idols um, and we started with the amazing Greg Malouf. Now Greg's a, a dear friend of ours and um, he's been at Adlawi a couple of times. Um, so we started with Greg and absolutely phenomenal guy you know like his history is amazing and unfortunately we were supposed to have Lucy who co-writes yes. his books with him but that was the weekend of the storm um, and we couldn't go ahead with it so Lucy actually had to go back to London um, and he said, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get to do it with Lucy. She's amazing. She's going to do better than me. And I said, don't be daft. You know, you, you be amazing. And he was. Greg is fantastic. So after Greg, we did have, um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head because I've got so many. We had Anissa Hillu. Yes. Um, we had Hanan uh, Worrell, who actually wrote a fantastic book called Table Tales. If you haven't read it and you want to know about the history of this country through expats' lives and funny stories, pick up that book. It's an incredible book. Absolutely. You know, I had so much fun reading it. And the stories are, I'd say the stories make the book and the recipes are an addition. So, and I always say that to Hanan. I said, the stories are fantastic. Um, so after that, we had Anissa Hillo, again, amazing chef. Uh, she is renowned for her style. Like you just, you see that hair and you're like, I want to be that when I grow up. <laughs> you know, she's just phenomenal. She's incredible. Um, so we've had really, we've had fun with her. And then after that, we had Bethany. Bethany, Bethany Caddy, yes. That's right. And a funny story, actually, I found out that Bethany was runner up to Miss Lebanon. Did you know that? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> there you go. And the I was things like, you discover about I these swear, chefs. Yes. And and she does this fantastic thing called um, Taste Lebanon, which uh, she brings people from different countries to tour around the country uh, of Lebanon and try the food from the farmers from all over, not typical things that you would do. So not skiing, for example, in Lebanon. Um, so her book was uh, a big hit. And uh, we've got one more coming up, which I'm super excited about. Uh, chef Vinit Batia, Michelin star chef Vinit Batia, who actually cooked on the base of Everest uh, for charity. So his story is remarkable and he has a restaurant here in the UAE as well. So he's coming out on the 14th, I yes. believe, uh, which is a Saturday. Not See, that's why I get them mixed yeah. up. It's a, it's a Saturday. You just have to put it into your calendar, guys. That's uh, it. Uh, yeah, defo. 
just follow us on Instagram. Easy. That's it's so it. much easier. You just get you just get all the updates. Make sure you put it on notifications. Yeah. You get all the updates for Adrawi and what's happening. Yeah. And um, with Cooks and Books, we do really fun things. So we do like a food challenge between the cook and two members of the audience. Mm. So we do uh, the first one we did was a blind food tasting, which was absolutely hilarious to watch because we put some really weird things on the plate. Um, so we had fun watching that. And Greg just kept saying, what was he? He kept saying. Um, Carrots, and I was like, Greg, are you purposely losing? And he's like, Yeah, I can't win. And I was like, No, you're, you know, this is not the point of the game. Um, so we had fun with that, and we did a chopstick challenge with Anissa. So we had to pick up coffee beans with chopsticks and see how many people would get in one minute. Um, and then we did a really weird one last week, which was um, smoothies. But our chef decided to blend a beef into a smoothie so just to watch their reactions was hilarious I you know I did not envy what was going in that glass so yeah we're, we're having fun with uh, with um, cooks and books and alongside it we have ripe market so it's the only place in Sharjah where ripe has popped up um, so we have a great crowd um, either on a Friday or oh, Saturday it's just beautiful and you know and, and the weather has been so spectacular and you just do it there on Al Majaz waterfront, where Arrawi is situated. If you haven't been, you have to go, and especially to a Cooks and Books or a Book Talks. You just have to be there and just to feel that is just amazing. So beautiful. What a gorgeous backdrop. Uh, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more uh, about that. Um, and especially what's coming up in March and Poetry Month. We're so excited for it. Lots more to come still from Arrawi and the Sharjah World Book Capital. Pulse 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Talking all the literary good stuff here with Zora Qureshi, manager at Arrawi. And with us in the studio, we also have Al Anud Ali, head of events for Emirates Publishers Association. Anud, Al Anud, you are here with us. Welcome to the show, by the way. Thank this you. is very exciting. Zora has been here lots of times. <laughs> But it's your first time, so we're so glad to have you. Thank you. Um, and you're joining us because you have an amazing event that uh, is going to be happening at Arrawi as well, uh, which is a poetry slam. So tell us a bit more about this. Yes, it's actually very exciting being here today. Uh, now, the upcoming event, the poetry slam, is not the actual traditional poetry slam. Um, our uh, perspective on it is just to shed light on modern poetry. Uh, the Emirates Publishers Association will be collaborating with the Sharjah World Book Capital Office uh, to organize uh, this event on March 21st at Arawi Cafe, which is also the um, official day to celebrate World Poetry yes. Day. Mm. Uh, we'll be having the four major poetry communities to perform at Arawi, uh, such as the Poetry Hood, uh, Punch Poetry, Untitled Chapters, as well as uh, Blank Space. Uh, These are kind of like, for, for people who don't know yes. about the poetry communities here in, in the UAE, they're kind of like, you know, groups where people go and, and they perform and yes. do that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So you're kind of bringing them all together. Is that right? Yes. It's actually really exciting to have all four communities uh, performing on one day. Um, uh, we'll have up to 14 talented poets performing their spoken words. So we're actually looking forward to that. Uh, I can't mention all 14 names, but um, 
the major ones are Afra Atij, uh, Shammal Bastaki, uh, Zaina Hashem, Jamil Adas, Mathani, uh, uh, Mathani Muhammad, as well as Farah Shama. And uh, we're so excited to be a part of Arawi's Poetry uh, Month to have our event there. Yeah, so we thought we'd just dedicate the whole month to poetry, just um, a build-up to this amazing event. And like you were saying, a lot of these people, uh, we were discussing this off-air, and I know they're almost like underground talent, you yes. know what I mean? Like, they're they're there, but they're not there, you know? Like, we don't really see them all the time. Afra, I love. I'm constantly clicking for her. Um, and I know that Wael is actually a poet too, so he can talk a little bit more about this uh, in terms of the poetry community and how it really does need to be shed, you know, light needs to be shed on this fantastic uh, talent that Mm -hmm. these people have. Yeah, Absolutely. I think um, many poets out there listening uh, often feel alone in their poetic endeavours. And uh, in all honesty, I had heard of some of these poetry groups, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not until uh, the announcement today that I'm familiar that we have at least four major ones and the wonderful names that you mentioned. So you're you're educating already existing poets that there is a poetry community, that they don't need to feel so alone. And the beauty of poetry is obviously when we share it. Mm -hmm. We can write it and keep it to ourselves, but when we're sharing it within a community and the greater community... I think is is a wonderful endeavor. So indeed, a, a poetry festival, a timely poetry festival in a wonderful uh, atmosphere, I think is is an essential part not only for uh, the poets uh, but for the medium of poetry itself and how closely connected to uh, the culture of the Arab world and the culture of each and every human soul. And one of the things about poetry is that some people say it is the language of the soul. We may, our tongues may speak different languages, mm-hmm. but all our hearts uh, beat a poetic um, a rhythm. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely there. There's, there's no doubt. I would love to meet these communities. I'd love to hear mm-hmm. the poems that will be recited. Uh, and I'm so grateful for your efforts uh, in, in making that happen. Um, that's exactly uh, the direction of um, EPA, the Emirates Publishers Association, for this event is to shed light on the modern poetry. It's not, I wouldn't say the typical kind of um, poetry, but um, uh, just to shed light on these performances, um, to have them, you know, represent their communities. As Zora mentioned, we had the discussion earlier today that these are sort of um, underground communities. So to to uh, offer them a platform to perform and uh, to have them, you know, uh, come all together to celebrate uh, this kind of performances, it's actually really great. I think it's vital, absolutely vital for um, when we say underground. I, I love yeah. how you how you use that word because a lot of poetry does get nurtured under the surface mm-hmm. of our lives, but the fruits that come up through that root and spread out to society uh, carries a depth in it and carries something that we all really, really need. And I think all of the wonderful poets that are coming to speak, the privileges, and I, I'm just curious to know how they selected because you have a nice group, and how did they select the ones that uh, are going to be performing? I'm sure there must have been some type of uh, process. It's a secret process. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even more intrigued now. Yes. Um, um, basically, um, we asked uh, the communities to be a part of this event, and uh, 
um, we give them the space, you know, to have their own people come and perform. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're just um, offering them the platform to come and perform and just, you know, give them the space to be who they are, you know, and we'll just be there to enjoy the, uh, the performances. Yeah, I love that because there's not that many events that kind of bring, like you said, everybody together mm-hmm. all in one place. Uh, and this is all part of Shadow World Book Capital, of course, as well, in partnership with the EP. So I love that, you know, everybody's got a hand in this and bringing it all together. And this will be an introduction for a lot of people who are not familiar with slam poetry. You know, it will be their first event. They can bring, you know, family and friends and be part of it. And who knows, it may start something in them that they see, oh, there's a different way to be a poet. You know, it's not the traditional idea of being a poet. Yeah, I- even the concept of uh, poetry Islam, usually um, they have communities competing, but w- our perspective on it is to have them all come together. It's like a celebration more than a competition. To have all these uh, poets come and perform and just, you know, um, bring, um, bring out the, the spoken words that are hidden so that we just sit and enjoy. I, I love what you're just saying, Anud, because it, you're, you're taking a new spin on the whole poetry slam aspect where it's one side pitching against another. Yeah. This is a collective team mm-hmm. that are slamming the negativity of life with their poetic rhythm. So uh, I, I really like how you've come up with that idea, and I'm sure all the poets uh, will be eagerly uh, waiting for the opportunity to, to celebrate who they are yeah. uh, and, and the medium of poetry. So oh, well, well done. That, that sentence was so poetic, whatever you just mentioned just <laughs> now. Uh, yes, we're, we're looking forward to that. We're excited. Um, uh, it's going to be an open event. It's open to uh, public, but there will be a um, registration link that we will uh, uh, upload on our website, epa.org.ae, that will also direct the audience to our social media platforms to register um, uh, online and attend the event. I'm sure Arawi will, will also be uh, sharing the link. Yes. For reservation. Yeah, that's what we try and do. We try and keep all the events open so um, they're not paid events. And mm-hmm. Yeah, let's take a listen to one of the poets now who's sure. going to be at the Poetry Slam. Yes. This is Farah Shema because yeah. the amazing thing about this is as well is that it's going to be in Arabic and in English. So let's take a listen. كتبت حروفك على راحة يدي من اليمين إلى الشمال عندما رأيت لساني معلقا في برزخ ما بين مجد غابر واحتلال كتبت حروفك على راحة يدي من اليمين إلى الشمال بعدما تركتك على الرفوف هباء للمستشرقين بعدما رأيتك تكتبين من الشمال إلى اليمين هجرتك ما بين الجدران فعودي إلي فعودي إلي أنغام عود عود إلى أذني أذان فلساني أرض محتلة وأنت الشعب المنفي فعودي الآن تعلمت الإعراب في مدرسة 
أمريكية ترجمت النصوص إلى الإنجليزية لأفهمها على المقاعد الخشبية ساعتان في الأسبوع تكفيان أضعتك في القواعد وفي الحفظ بعيدا عن البديع والبيان أضعتك بين ورقة تسجيل وورقة امتحان وكم يعجز قلمي عن الكتابة وكم يتلعثم لساني تتعثر في فمي تتعثر في فمي أبيات الشعر وآيات القرآن وما زلنا نردد أنا البحر في أحشائه الدر كامن في صفوف مدارس نستورد مناهج تعليمها يا بحرا يا بحرا غرق غواصوك وسرق درارك القرصان يا بحرا أهمده التاريخ فعودي إلي طوفان عودي إلي طوفان لأركب حروفك سفنا وأبحر لأركب حروفك سفنا وأبحر فيصبح الشعر ذاكرة ونسيان لأركب حروفك سفنا وأبحر ويصبح الشعر وطن كل الأوطان فعودي إلي أنغى معود عودي إلى أذني أذان فلساني أرض محتلة وأنت الشعب المنفي فعودي الآن لتكتب سطورنا من اليمين إلى الشمال من اليمين إلى الشمال Just absolutely incredible, amazing. That right there was Farah Shamma, one of the poets who's going to be performing at the Poetry Slam. And we're so excited to see her that, you know, she performs in Arabic. You've got other poets as well who are going to be performing in English. So there's something there for everyone. everyone, Yes, yes. I love it. How do they register again? Al-Anud? Okay, so we'll be having a registration uh, link up on our website, epa.org.ae. The website also will be directing audience to our social media platforms where they will get further uh, updates and uh, details regarding the event. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the uh, event is open to public, as I mentioned earlier, but uh, spaces are limited. So log uh, into our social media um, accounts and RSVP. Where do we find you on social media? Uh, epa.uae. epa.uae. That's the Instagram. But if you log into our website, you can uh, get access to all our social media platforms. Incredible. Amazing. And I Fantastic. think that link's not up yet. It okay. will be it very will soon. It will be, yes. Okay. It's very um, soon. Yeah, so, so just stay tuned on both social medias to find out when that'll be up. Keep trying for that. But for Book Talks, Cooks and books, everything else, where can they go? Arawi. Mm-hmm. So at Arawi underscore AE. Um, we've got Sinan on Friday. We've got Vanit in the next week on Saturday. And then we've got Mohammed Qasim, the scientist. Yes. 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 So we almost didn't mention Mohammed Qasim. That's yes. big. So he's on the 3rd of April. Um, he's a big um, tech guy in the field of science. He's very popular. He's coming all the way from Kuwait. So we're super excited to have him on the 3rd of April. And that's a special edition. So that'll be brought to us by Sharjah Media City. So we're excited about that. Fantastic. Yeah. He's amazing. He's pretty I brilliant. I haven't had the privilege of meeting him yet, but I've heard great things. 
Amazing. Yeah, Amazing. So we're excited. Fantastic. We cannot wait for all of that. So get to it. Get to all of these events. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so the the only way that I think we can leave people is uh, with a little bit of Afrati herself, uh, the queen. I just, I love her stuff so much. It takes my breath away. So this is a little bit of Afra. Zora, I want to thank you so much. Pleasure's all mine. And I would thank you for joining us today. It's been incredible. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much. Always an honor. And we're going to be back again tomorrow from 10 a.m. right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. The fastest way to kill a poetry performance is to be generic. The fastest way to kill a dream is to suffocate it. Squeeze out every last breath, wedge it between the words realistic and unattainable, wrap it in blankets of self-doubt and tell it it has no place here ostracize an outcast until no one recognizes its face or speaks its name, kill off passion. Make sure that if the dream ever dares to show its face here again, the dream has no friends and nowhere to stay. So when they tell you, you can be anything you want to be. They mean something within reason, within the constructs of a society that dictates what is acceptable. Find a job that is acceptable. Silence your passion. Watch your dreams like a silent movie on repeat when I tell them I'm a poet. When I tell them I am a poet, they look at me like a failed business venture. Uh, sorry, we can't meet with you. Uh, call us back when you have a stronger proposal. Poets and entrepreneurs both no convention is just convenience we use to convince ourselves that our dreams are worthless, that we are worth less than is customary, convicting us with no judge and a fact-blacking jury, Your Honor. I move to dismiss the motion of the notion of the continuous quote, status quo. You can't quell my concern. Yes, you can direct quote me on that. Let's recap. They say they like my flow, but I know that it means that we object to this rejection. Let the record show we know it is never about the final destination. It is about how badly we want to get there. This is for people who want to get there. The underdogs who know they can beat the odds when the deck is clearly stacked against them. These are people who know it can happen when muggles believe in magic. They look to new horizons like Frodo leaving the Shire scared, but determined they are not misfits. They are perfectly placed apostrophes. The difference between Y-O-U apostrophe R-E and your this is about survivors like a skin grown thick like armor, riding through life like a battlefield. We are knuckles bruised from knocking on doors that said they'd never open because our ideas were never good enough. But the same people rejecting us, the same people Rejecting us are the same people who use the flower crown filter and forget that Snapchat was a startup. Those who stuff the makers of change like monsters in boxes and bedtime stories forced to roam around under cover of darkness. The ones who forgot how sleep feels because their dreams are more important than rest. No wonder they say 2 a.m. was made for the artists. We know this is not the quickest way to become famous. It is about looking at what is and figuring out how to change it. It is about life slapping you across the face and you screaming back, I got this, this? is me. This is me being asked to spell the word unnecessary in the sixth grade spelling bee, replacing a C with an S, two S's with a C, tripping over my words, not seeing what I was saying, stuttering off the stage in shame and coming back a slam queen. This is for him. Who knows this app can revolutionize the way we see business saves his allowance because investors won't take a chance on someone armed with just a dream and a business plan under the age of 19. This is for her with a passion that can outshine the stars in a voice like an anthem. We've lost too many stars to this life's brutal clenched fist. This is not a motivational speech. This is a call to create communities of creators, engineers of ideas. It is knowing that no amount of training and social conditioning can change what you believe in. So open your arms, leave your hearts out like a welcome mat, turn on the porch lights, it's been a starless night for far too long that the dreams know. Let the dreams know. It's time to come home. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.